Welcome to Not For Nothing, your choice for everything great that's good in the world. Yeah, you got positive. Positive pods with your host, Chris and Chris. We're mere... Are you, God damn, we just have really good titles for ourselves in, 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 in podcasting. Positive pods. Positive pods? Nice, that would be a nice change of pace, I think, for everybody. Positive? We're positive. We put a posi- po- positive spin on podcasting Ooh, positive yeah positive. i got it we're not we're not uh we're just not really like you know we just don't really like we don't push buttons <laughs> we're, yeah. couple we're of, not like angry old men you know, like shouting at them so well we kind of are but we do it with a i mean well, we try not to be like, all have, the time we don't we, lean into it we like. grind gears pretty heavily <laughs> yeah this ever-changing world mm-hmm. in which we live in but it's nice. It's a very specific uh, old man yelling kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a combination of the of the car talk guys and yep. and Delilah. <laughs> like where the t- <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Maybe throwing so a little, throwing a little so Paul Paul Harvey. That's exactly yeah. what we are. We're just old. We're just we we are we come from a school of Paul Harvey meets Delilah meets the car talk guys. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. With a little Rush Limbaugh. No, just nobody that. else does. <laughs> nobody else is doing that. That's why no one's listening to us. That's the best part. Yeah. If, yeah. if, if, if uh, baby boomers could figure out how to listen to podcasts, we'd have a huge, we'd have a huge corner of the market. <laughs> All those people that felt left behind by Charles Kuralt and, and mm. Paul Harvey, mm-hmm. they, they'd have us. Do you, I don't think I ever told you I wanted to be Charles Kuralt. The guy, the, the, Saturday, the Sunday morning show guy? Yeah, who just drove, drove around on the bus and everything. Is that what he did? I don't fucking know. I don't know what he did. Oh, wait, am I? Yeah, that was Charles Kuralt. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Sunday morning. I, isn't that a show with the big sunshine? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he was on it. I, he, but that, uh, that's not, I don't know. Did he host it too? I think he hosted it. <sighs> If only I could spell Carol. Think of this other guy that's um, Carol was on the road. He, bald, he's bald the one guy, that went in. Bald guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's the it's guy. I think his show was called like Life on the Road or something like that. The road, but it was just segments. Um, but then I think he hosted his that, actual show. That, the, the yeah CBS New Sunday Morning. He did it for fifteen no, you're, years. You're thinking of um, I'm thinking of that guy. Isn't that that guy? He didn't host it. That's uh, hold on. I'll find him. In a it second. doesn't matter. It's the same guy, Charles Osgood. Oh yeah, I think of Charles Osgood. But Charles Corral yeah, was on like. that show. Yeah, he had, but he had a segment on that on the morning show. Right. Okay. But it wasn't like the whole show where he didn't host that show itself specifically. So you wanted to be him? Yeah, like I read, I read a, I read his book, um, or something. I think in college or something. And I, you know, I wanted to go into broadcasting, the whole thing, and I just. I just thought like driving around in a motorhome and like meeting all these like, you know, kooky people all over the country. Yeah. It seems fun. Would be kind of cool. You know, um, kind of like, vice. and I always liked to it was like vice, before before vice. Right. And he didn't right, And he didn't make them like, you know, dumb or cheesy in a way. Uh, I thought, you know, I just, I, at that time 
maybe I, now I look back, I'll probably be a lot more cynical about it and be like, oh, these are fucking terrible and stupid. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know. There was, a, you know, I just thought it was like a cool different thing of like journalism. I didn't want to be like a serious journalist, you know, or like do host the evening news and all that bullshit. I wanted to have like, I always wanted to have more fun with it. Is it real? You know, and not so seriously and like not wear like a suit and tie every time I'm doing a fucking, uh, you know, some sort of interview or something or, you know, talking about some bank robbery or something. It was a real slice of li- you know? slice of life. Uh, I hate to break it to you. Charles Corral hosted uh, CBS News Sunday morning from 79 to 94, then replaced by Charles, Go- Charles Osgood from 94 oh, okay. to 2016. In my mind, they just were the same old person. Yeah, they kind of look at the same. They look at the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're a heavy white guy. Bald guys, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, uh, if, if there's a podcast out there. This is such a boring topic, and we'll get off of it. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll plug it. Uh, it's called Home of the Brave, and it's by this uh, old NPR guy. Um, he, well, he's done some NPR stories. He's got a great back history. His name's Scott Carrier. Uh, and I fucking love him, and I love this podcast, and it's just him. And he does all these, like, same kind of thing you're talking about, but he goes a little bit more to the extreme. Like, he'll go to, like, Afghanistan and do, like, the slice of life thing. Like, same thing. He'll just talk to people on the street, but he'll do, he goes a, a little bit more, like, you know, outer outer edges a little bit. But he's mm-hmm. from that school. He's, like, he's very much, like, but instead of TV, it's all audio. And he just, he, he's, he, he got a job at NPR by driving when he was like 18 or 19, by driving from Salt Lake or Arizona, where he's from, to D.C., where NPR was headquarters, and recorded people along the way, then edited it like in a hotel room and brought, like, brought it himself to the NPR studios and was like, I would like to be a journalist. This is my submission. I recorded it on the drive here. That's absolutely incredible. It's a, and it's amazing. Like, it, it's still available. It's in his archives. It's, it's so cool. And this is like That's in cool. the in the '70s, and he's just talking to like Bible salesmen and shit like that. It's pretty imbra- mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's kind of shit you'd hmm. be into. Yeah, I would probably into. Yeah, yeah. If you ever go, need to go on a long drive, I would just listen to Home of the Brave podcast. My <laughs> wife can't stand them anymore. They're very, they're very thinking. I don't know. It's it's exactly Charles Carroll vibes. Okay. And the rest of you, you can listen to it too. It's a, yeah. You know this is, this reminds me of a conversation I was having. With, with my sister recently, uh, and she's telling me she got this cat. This <laughs> is so. Old. I'm wearing a cardigan. That's the best part. Uh, she had this cat. She has this cat. And it's a, it's the cat's got an odd name. The the breed of cat. And I looked it up, and it's the state mammal. The breed of this breed of particular cat is the state mammal of the state of Maine. <laughs> this cat. And I was like, well, who? What are? What are? What, and and then I real then I looked it up and it's like lots of states have cats like you can you can adopt your state mammal or your state animal and you can also like back it up with a state cat and I just looked through the list of all of the state animals and it's so weird like why do some states do state some don't Good. some do a ton like what who why are why do states adopt animals as their own at all like why is that a thing ever people are weird man but states are weird like who's like who's taking i know but it has to come from like a person like a person that has to go hey you know what we need a state cat 
Yeah. And then in the fucking state legislature, and then they all vote on it. And like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. And then they waste people's time. And then what? Yeah. And then they, then what? Then what happens? Yeah. It's so weird. And I looked, I looked up some of them. Uh, a lot of bats, which is disgusting. And a lot of gross yeah. things. Black bears, possums, white, a lot of white-tailed deers. Who wants to claim those? Like vermin, like raccoons. I think three different states have white-tailed deer, deal, white-tailed deer. Like that. No one wants those things. <laughs> no one wants them. Uh, I don't. I don't mind them. Your home, deer. your home state. Your your mammal is the Olympic marmot. Sure, it is. Of course, it is. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's like a groundhog or like a kind of a it's thing. It's vermin. Yeah, Wisconsin has white-tailed deer. Like South Carolina has a white-tailed deer. What's New- Montana? Montana's grizzly because we bad as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, like certain ones, I get, I get it. Like, cause, cause that's the problem. Cause like Alaska and probably like Montana, you know, like have these um, specific to their states, right? Yeah, exactly, right. And then everybody else is like, well, we want one. Yeah. We have a special animals here in our yeah. state. It's like, no, you don't. You don't. You have a fucking deer. Every state has fucking deer. Yeah, the every world state, has and everyone's Arkansas also white-tailed deer. <laughs> yeah, and crazy amount of bats. And I fucking Man. hate bats. Washington D.C. District of Columbia bat, and that was in 2020. That was during fucking COVID. They not made a bat their mammal. You know, it's like this whole That's uh, such a Trump move. <laughs> Trump was definitely <laughs> behind that. <laughs> It's like this, I saw a story on the um, the whole thing, you know, like, uh, you know, every day now is basically like a national, like, popcorn day or national, yeah. like, pet Fuck your all that. I hate all that shit. I hate it, too. And it turns out that it's one fucking guy in South Dakota who started this thing. Really? He was, he was already doing another business. Uh, I don't even know what it was. And he had, like, a small office of, like, you know, maybe not even half a dozen people in the office. And somehow they started doing this and they kind of just took the whole thing. And, and that's who, who makes up the shit now. That's and they get submissions of now they get it's so big. Like he basically turned this into a full-time job. This one dude. It's like, it's, it's like him and like two other people. He's like the guy that like buy the, bought up all the fucking URLs when the, bit, the internet started. Oh, no, it's just some random ass dude in a small ass town. Uh, have, and, and, and now and, they have like so publicity I, so stunts. If, like I'm like, if I open up a fucking cupcake store and I'm like, we need a national cupcake haul. Day, which I'm sure already exists. We call yeah. a student South Dakota and he fucking digs it up. Yeah. Yeah. And then he'd be like, yeah, we'll figure out a day and a date or whatever. And apparently they move things around because all of a sudden they were realized like, you know, like French fries is like, it should be on a Friday, right? Cause it's fries. Oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. So like, but it used to be on a Tuesday or some stupid thing, you know, it's like, oh my God, some people came up with this and now everyone just sort of takes it as like God Bible. You know, and it's like, no, someone just, it's just some random ass fucking dude making this shit up. And then everyone, you know, like there's no authority on it. There's no, there's no government interaction with this shit. I, wait, it's like, it's so Biden's weird. Not, like, what, Biden's really? not declaring them at the white, at the oval office, giving people yeah. fries to the city. <laughs> yeah. every, like, I gotta, decree. I gotta do another one of these today. What is it? It's fucking cry every it better day. better be good. I'm yeah. hungry. Yeah. Wrenches. God damn it. <laughs> National Recycle Your Old Battery Day. <laughs> like, ah, man, I can't, like, all this, it's, it's like, that grinds my gears. And when people post it on Instagram, I know you're yeah, not on Instagram, yeah. but when people are like, today for National Nieces Day, I have to remember. And I'm like, yeah. or like, national, like, and, and my wife, as you know, she's got a profession that they celebrate. It's like, do I have to remember this day? So yep. I do an Instagram post. You know, and I got to think about all the other things, you know? 
anniversaries. Yeah. yeah. Not to beat a dead horse, but white-tailed deer have 12 states as their mammal. Can they just, white-tailed deer just be our, the cut? I'll just nominate the country. Every state's got them. Yeah. We're crashing into them all the time. Let's make, yeah. let's make, I'm going to make a movement that America, the America's state an, or country animal, whatever it is, across the board. So, like, hi, if you want to, <laughs> if you want your highways done, you have to make the white-tailed deer your, your state bird, your state animal. Does that make sense? <laughs> You know how they like they changed the drinking lot of twenty one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I know what you mean. It's, yeah. it's like our it's like our national mascot. Yeah, but like you know, drinking age could be whatever you want. It's a state law, but sure. government won't fund your highways if it's not twenty one. Gotcha. So that's what that's what I would say. That Biden needs to step. Isn't other kind of deers too? Is it? They're not all just white tails. These are all white tails, right? So like, why is it all like why are the, why are the mule deers getting left out, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Literally, yeah. if you look up white-tailed deer, the range in their on their map, they're they're in every state. It goes all it's the fucking country. It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, they've made it their way to Mexico, South America. They they are an invasive There's species. There's deer's on fucking islands, man. For God's sakes, like yeah, Fire Island. How do they get how they get on Fire Island? Yeah, they're everywhere. I I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. Uh, there's a great, great Louis C.K. bit, God rest his soul, uh, about, about hitting, <laughs> hitting a deer. It's worth checking out if you don't mind being on a list. Man, we, uh, so I'm in Vermont, and every once in a while, we'll get deers that run through our yard or early in the morning when our apple majestic, trees, like, when the apples, oh, they eat they all want, the apples, which is want, a good thing, and yeah. I like that because it gets rid of our apples. Yeah. Rotting in the ground. Yeah. Uh, so I, got, I don't have a problem with deer, man. I like deer. I do. I hate them. I cr- I don't I told, fuck with them. I, they don't fuck with me. I totaled a car, crashed into one. I feel bad for them. It's not their fault, but I I don't care about them. Oh, they're and, dumb as fuck. And and I don't care that they die. And I feel bad when they like you I see mean, them I on the really side of the road. Die. But like I also I, I I feel like it's the one thing that people can hunt. But why don't they should. they should hunt them more? Like why are, like people should be hunting them all the time? Yeah, like, because in, there's way too many of them in the cities. Like they should. Do, I don't think people really want them that much. I don't think hunting is as popular as we would would. We need it to be. Should be more hunters. They're, yeah, they fucking like between October and November, people aren't working because they're hunting. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like I've talked to people and they're like, "Sorry, like I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm away from the office for like next couple weeks as I'm like going hunting and I'm shit." Going... Like people go hunting here because they still rely on that food to get them f- through the rest of the year. Wow. They go sit in a tree. Like I gotta yeah. go sit in a tree. Yeah. There, you'll see it. Like if you drive w- driving up here in that time of year, like uh, off the highway. That's like once you get into Vermont and, and it's, uh, what is this? Seven, I think highway seven or whatever it's called. And, um, there's literally, it's littered with like trucks on the side of the road, just like double, just sort of on the shoulders barking. Cause they go into the woods and they go hunting. Wow. It's, it's, it's kind of incredible just to sort of realize what, what the impact of that is around here. I mean, I grew up in a hunting environment. Like I remember kids being like, they're like, I got to go to hunter safety tonight after school. <laughs> you know, me hunting. yeah, and they would take off. And I remember I had a sixth grade teacher. My sixth grade teacher disappeared for a weeks at a time to go hunting. Yeah, he was a bow hunter. Oh, ooh, yeah, hard- yeah. Though he was hardcore, and he would just go sit in a tree. Fuck with that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. He was a son of a bitch. I kind of liked him. He was real. He's a Mormon. I think he was real aggressively. Uh, yeah. I think he was real angry that he couldn't have caffeine. <laughs> he would eat candy all the time. Guy was always eating candy. I was like, dude, you should just have coffee. It's yeah, just, okay. just do it, man. Yeah. Um. Oh wait. So yeah. Uh, 
this is the state state animals are state state animals. Everything else aside, um, and I know you had something more interesting to talk about than this. Um, the, I don't know. I, as we stumble across the the, uh, the landscape of the world, um, I don't need to grab my gears anymore. Chris, I wanted to know more about uh, speaking of animals, this Gary Bird character. <laughs> <laughs> so I think a week ago, about a week ago, there was a big um, there was an NBA game, uh, and there was a fight during the game. It was between Sacramento and Houston Rockets. Okay. And Malik Monk. I saw a couple guys got suspended. Jalen Green, yeah, right? He got into it with a fucking random ass motherfucker dude I never even heard of or seen him before in my life. His name is Garrison Matthews. Okay. And Garrison is just your normal okay. kind of like 6'6 six, six white dude who probably can, I guess, can probably shoot the three a little bit. Okay. And he went to Lipscomb. Wow. Speaking of animals, their they're mascot's the bisons. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't think you need to pluralize bison. I don't think you have to put an S at the end. That says Lipscomb bisons. That's stupid. It's just a bison. A fucking yeah. Lipscomb. Well, they have multiple. Maybe they have multiple uh, bison. All right. That's yeah. Multiple bison. Yeah, maybe it's a herd. Maybe it's a herd of bison. Yes, but you wouldn't say bisons. <laughs> well, I can Lipscomb does. Where the fuck that is? It's like the Lipscomb mooses. This is mooses. Lipscomb scrimps. I. All right, give me some Gary Bird info. All right, so I was looking this up, and he like this guy was all acting all tough because like they were being chippy with each other, and, and Malik Mug just kind of like swatted the ball out of his hands, and all of a sudden, fucking Gary Gary Garrison Matthews gets all up in Malik Mug's face and everything, and like starts talking shit like he's some big old fucking tough guy. Well, that, he's from Tennessee. This guy's never no one's ever heard of this guy before in his fucking life. I didn't even know he was on the fucking Rockets. He's only a couple years in the league. Anyway, so I, I was like, who? I had to look up this guy. I had to look him like, who the fuck is this guy? Why is he in the league? Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. The only takeaway I got from this thing and that I really cared about is his nickname yeah. is Gary Bird. It's a nice name. No, it's terrible. I love it. So, I'm so do, agree he's to white and he could shoot. He has a jumper. So it's, so it's a play on Larry Bird. Oh, I get it. I know. Fantastic. No, I know. I'm just explaining, not for you specifically, but <laughs> but like because his name is Garrison, so they can like short it to Gary, and then because it's like stop doing that. To I, lo- I love it. Stop, stop giving right. the fucking Larry Bird nickname. Why not? Shit. Why can't you? Fuck. I, I can't stand it anymore. I can't stand Larry Bird. So everyone's fuck him. Like, everyone's the next white. Everyone's the next Larry Bird bullshit. If this guy ain't got nothing on Larry Bird. He Yo, can't even. He's fucking... averaging ten points a game, Chris. That's Larry Bird like numbers. <laughs> It's not nobody. Yeah. It's just disrespectful to Larry I Bird. I don't like that he got into it with Malik Monk, who is a person I enjoy. Well, that's yeah. That was the other angle I had for you. You love Malik. I do love Malik Monk. Um, and I don't like the Houston Rockets, but I like the nickname Gary Bird. Oh, it's so stupid and generic. Well, I think it would be funnier if there was a guy who, that. Could, he doesn't even need a fucking nickname. A, He's not that good enough. What if there was a guy that could shoot? Uh, and his name was like Lewis, and they called him Lou Bird. Would that be okay? No. Okay. <laughs> Why? For Sue, <laughs> Sue Bird. Oh, man, no. See, I wasn't even thinking that. No. No. I'm. You know what? We rarely disagree on the show. I think. I think it's fine. I don't. You know what? I don't like since we talked about things. I don't like. I don't like when people get the same nickname as someone else. I hate. Yeah. There's like two LTs. Right. Or we do like A rods all over the place. Every, oh, there's so many fucking A rods. And and I actually just don't like initials as nicknames sorry rj but no like i mean like kd 
Like, that's stupid. <laughs> I hate KD. AI? It's not. It's the answer, dude. I mean, yeah, but people call him AI too, though. That's fine. It's, I guess it's fine. But why don't they call Andre Iguodala AI? Because he's not good enough. He's Iggy. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Is he? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Iguodala. I mean, I like I like Iggy, but um, Iggy, Iggy want to fucking yeah. Iggy, I don't know. I I, I think that's whole. That, that's the point too. too. It's like a lot of it's just fucking arbitrary. It's like, can I think of a good enough or 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 in their minds, which is usually stupid and generic, like a nickname for this person? Like there should be some rules. I think the nicknames. I think we should get the guy in South Dakota. It'd be an official arbiter of like nicknames for <laughs> who gets a nickname. Yeah, who gets a nickname? And you you get to submit them. You get to state your case. You, you can write a whole fucking ten page fucking. Wait, who? You know, someone else submits them for you though, because you can't give yourself your own nickname, right? So well, he be, doesn't. It'd have to be a submission process. Yeah. Someone would have to do it for you in your yeah. honor. Right, because it's right. It's like give a yourself, Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. You can't like, give you yourself can't do your own yourself. nickname unless you're unless you're a uh, Sean Kemp, which is fine. <laughs> and that's he just did that because he didn't want to be reindeer. It was going to be reindeer. It's going to be reindeer. Yeah, he did an interview with the Knuckleheads, and he was like, "I had to get in front oh. of that because the people in Seattle started calling me reindeer." So I was like, "We got to figure out something better because I don't want to be reindeer." Kevin Durant that's... did that too with Slim Reaper. He didn't want to be Slim right. Reaper or Durantula. Both are the flyest fucking nicknames ever. Durantula? Yeah, well, he came up with... Yeah. And he's like, I want to be KD. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh, do you? Ugh. Why don't you put some lotion on those legs before we start giving you nicknames that you want KD? <laughs> <laughs> I looked anyway. At, I looked out of my legs the other day. I got tattoos. I got really bad tattoos. And, uh, mm-hmm. but they could, hey. and, uh, and I looked down, and I was I like, one of my tattoos was all gray and cracked, and I was like, "Holy shit, I got I got Kevin Durant legs. I gotta put some <laughs> fucking lotion on these things." I was, they were bad. They were really bad. <laughs> they were dry as a bone, <laughs> and I moisturized, but they were dry. I was like, "Oh, it's like, a new pull right my socks up." Oof. I don't want anyone to see that. I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. <laughs> you need some fucking cocoa butter or something on that shit. I, you know, cocoa butter is. A, the greatest. I, I, when Kristen was pregnant, I was using it all the time. I need to get some more. You're right. It's the only nope. thing that works. Yeah. It smells good, too. It smells mm-hmm. good, and it goes on nice. Mm-hmm. This is a pre- very pro-cocoa butter podcast. This is. Yeah. <laughs> Not surprisingly, though. Always has been. Always <laughs> will be. Pro-cocoa butter. Uh, <laughs> can we keep it on? Okay, I have a, I have a, this is a little less of a fun topic than Gary Bird, although I love Gary Bird. I'm probably going to get his tattoo. Uh mm. His jersey. His jersey. Is he thirty three? No, he's he's not. He's twenty five. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, do you see your do you see your boy uh, Chandler Parsons going after uh, Hachimura? Is that right? Is that his name? Yeah. You saw that? Yeah. That's not cool. It's not cool. Wait, it's not Hachimura. It's uh, a. Oh no, uh, Watanabe. Watanabe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he. Like, first of all, who's talking? Who? No one needs your opinion. Chandler Parsons, Chandler, yeah. Chandler Parsons. We yeah. Don't need Were you your... in a three-point contest? Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, did you do anything in your career? Did you live Except up to... Paid for did nothing? You, did you live up to any expectations? Except for trying to, like, get DeAndre Jordan to fucking... To Dallas? Like, I can't believe, like, you... Like, in this day and age, to go after a person, probably because of their race, is a weird... Yeah. 
Like it's a, just like it's just a fuck. It's just unnecessary. Let the guy be the guy, and who cares? No one remembers. Cares. No one remembers who t- is in the three point contest. No, exactly. No one remembers. Just it's why, supposed why, to be fun anyway. I mean, maybe it was taken out of context. I don't know. I just saw the quote. I didn't actually listen to the podcast or whatever it was on. But like, yeah. ugh. Chandler. Chandler Parsons. Like, do we need you around anymore? No, we don't. Yeah. No. Nope. Made me mad. We don't. Made me Before, mad. She's on a new podcast with like, is it with, it's not with Katie Nolan or something, is it? But it's like uh, Who is Kay that? Adams and like a couple other people. Chandler Parsons is? Yeah, but I think it's like on for like fan duels or some bullshit like that or something, I think. Oh, yeah, I could do without Chandler Parsons. Like, really? I don't need Chandler Parsons at all. I don't care. It's called. I don't care. The only thing I, interesting that came out of his mouth a little bit was when I, and I think, I don't, it's not for the Knuckleheads podcast. It was another one with uh, Steven Jackson and like another guy. And he was talking about how he, like Memphis, you know, sort of offered him that big contract. Yeah. And he didn't want to take it, but he was, he was going to go to LA or somewhere else. And they, they gave him a physical and he, and he, and his, his uh, agent found out he wasn't going to pass because of his fucking knees or whatever. And so his agent was like, you better go back to Memphis and fucking sell that shit. And so he went back and was like, and just basically played Memphis. It was like, ah, you know, I just, you know, all this, whatever he said and the whole thing. And he, you know, and he like convinced him because I kind of, he, I think he kind of blew him off a little bit. So I think there was some bad blood there for a little bit. And then he went back and he's like, ah, I want to be here. I love this. This is, you know, I can't believe, you know, the, the contract sounds great. You know, I'll take it because I want to stay here. And those, he, just, he like, he played him just for the money and stuff. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? They got fucking David Fisdale fired. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, good for him, I guess. I don't know. I yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Like, good for him, you got paid, and you and you worked the system in your favor, because it probably doesn't happen a lot of times to a lot of players. He got that bag, as they say. He got that bag. He got the bag. Um, I, this is unrelated, but I kind of want to just flow right into this, because uh, you mentioned uh, basketball, and I, was, I, I looked this up the other day, because as we were talking about coaches being fired, I re- re- realized a reoccurring theme in the NFL which is the lack of black coaching uh, or minority, minority coaches overall. I think there, now in the NFL there are two left, two black coaches uh, with the firing of Lovey Smith. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think Sala could be considered maybe something, and I think that... Like, well, yeah, I guess he'd be considered minority because he's Persian. Right, and then you've got, which is weird, and then you've got Ron Rivera, who's, who knows how he's still in the league, but... Uh, it's just—it's still shocking to me that this is still going on. <clears throat> the NBA now is half uh, black, half white coaches, uh, which is just the perfect example of like it can be done. Like it's yeah. half coaches, it's half, of the, half of the coaching in the NBA are are black or minority, We're working their way towards women in which the is, NBA. And yeah, so, which is probably the most it's ever been to, right? I in the NBA, it, I think it yeah, is. I mean, I know it's probably shouldn't that for shouldn't that be the trend? Not just like. Yeah. The trend instead is like 30-year-old white guys or Jeff Saturdays. Like, I just, the Levy Smith thing still bugs me because I, I realized he was like the defensive coordinator. He was brought in to lose. Like, that's just like, that's, yeah. what a, what a, like, insult. Just like Brian Flores, basically. Yeah, exactly. What an insult. Like, it's just, it's, ins, it's insulting. They're, they're just scapegoats. Even now, I just, I was just reading this morning is that Byron Leftwich is probably going to get fired as the offensive oh, coordinator. Of course Tampa. he is. Of course he is. Because Tom Brady fucking sucks, but they can't blame it on him. I know, because they want to keep him because he's a free agent. And Byron Leftwich was on the fast track to becoming a coach. Yeah, he was going to be hired to the, the Jags last year, but he didn't take the job because he didn't want to be hired. He didn't want to be work with the fucking dumbass GM guy. Right. 
And who's now, a piece of shit. And now he's going to get fired. Well, he, if he gets fired, he will be welcome with open arms in Pittsburgh. They will fire Matt Canada in 10 seconds. They better run and do that. They would do that. Because he's a... I'm that should, he should go sign Lef, up with uh, well, the Lef, Jets, maybe. Leftwich is a stealer. Right. No, I know. I know. Totally. I, I, I was thinking the same thing, actually. But uh, I think he'll get plenty of opportunity. He should get plenty of opportunities. Because two, three years ago, he was the fucking eye of the, the apple of the eye. Everyone's eye. I know. It's, a, it's, not, it's, it's certainly not his fault. Uh, that I mean, I don't know. Did you watch that game on Monday? Tom, I didn't watch much. Tom Brady, did, like, I don't know. I he looked like fucking. Uh, I I was even trying to think like some terrible ass fucking quarterbacks from the, you know who get their shot. Yeah, they're just I he I like he, he looked the like, ball. He looked like the backup that came and played for the Jets, like when they benched. Uh, what's after Mike White? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Wilson, Streeter, yeah, something like that. That's who he looks like. Yeah, he looked like, like he could, you know, he should be. Uh, like, he looks like you and me out trying to trying to play quarterback in the NFL, right? He definitely can't throw very well, but the yell, like the yelling. I mean, in his defense, they always flash to his face as soon as he does something bad. Like he's always on camera. No other quarterback gets like the immediate like what's the reaction to see if he'll like scream at someone, but like, <laughs> ugh. I would well, want him. Because the quarterback screams at someone like he does. Do you want him? No. Yeah, I don't at want him. At this point, I don't. I don't think. I think Tampa's done with him. Uh, Do you? I, d- I disagree. And I think the only option he has, I mean, unless there's some underlying circumstances that he's like sort of injured this year or whatever, and they think they can run it back because he'll be healthy or something like that. But I think they're done. I think he. I think he's done with that organization too. Actually, I think he's fucking whatever, man. He wasn't. The only option I see for him at this point. Is well, there might be two, but one's really stupid because if if Miami is that owner, is such a got such a fucking hard on, and actually that involves both scenarios, is a fucking owner hard on for for these guys or for Brady. It's like they do something dumb and they bring Brady in because the whole stupid story with the Dolphins like two years ago when they tried to bring him in as like an owner and player and all this bullshit. The only other one is is in Vegas because fucking Mark Davis has a hard on for him and Josh McDaniels is the coach. I mean, but. That, I mean, that's right. What, that's otherwise, otherwise gonna, I can't imagine any happen, fucking right? team. That's what that that's what happens. That's what happens. What? Like the, he goes to he goes to Vegas, right? He just goes where the easy the the path of least resistance. Yeah, and they'll give him forty million for like one year, yeah, and he gets to and and they'll put no one goes to those games. Like you, you, me, and Mark watched that game, the yeah. Vegas Forty ers game. There were no Raiders fans there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's it to me that's that's a done deal. It's a soft landing for him to for the for the maybe the most potential turnaround be, just because it's Josh McDaniels and, and probably running the offense that he's familiar with and yeah. they have some and weapons there and, and stuff. Got, he's got like a good running back which he needs yeah. even though he doesn't like Somebody to Adams. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's you know, it's, he can basically do whatever the fuck he wants. They're all going to just kowtow to him basically. Yeah, and he can't do any worse. Like the thing is like I don't yeah. even I don't Please, even think yeah. he's trying to like win Super Bowls anymore. I think he's just trying to pad his stats to never have to never get beaten. I think he wants to yeah. just be the career passing leader and just pad that and like forever yeah. play till he's, and he say that he played. Never, yeah. I mean, he's not he's not yeah. going to quit. I, yeah, I, he ga- he gave up his he already gave up his family. Like he's not going to quit. Yeah. Exactly, I agree. Yeah, he's going to be a, he's going to be a Raider. I think is, he's going to be a Raider. I the, was thinking it. Before the season, and I've said this for a couple of years, I thought like there was an oppor- uh, there was an uh, there was an opportunity either for like him or Aaron Rodgers to go to San Francisco, but I think that ship has sailed now with Brock Purdy. Apparently, although I'm not, I, I still don't believe that they're going to give him the shot next season. What happens? What happens with the 
what happens with the uh, the 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 kid, the the other, the rookie that they traded up for, Trey Lance? Lance. What happens to him? I don't know, man. I don't know if they trade him or if they give him like one more year to compete with Purdy. They're just like you're the backup again. Good luck. I mean, that makes I, sense. Yeah. Too bad. Yes, because they can't trade. They're going to take a fucking. You know, they're going to get. They're they, they're not going to get much for him at this point. No, they're getting nothing so you, for him. Just hopefully, maybe he. You know, he keeps developing after he gets healthy, and that might be a lengthy injury too. Maybe. God, I hope. Like he do. might be ready next next uh, season. I hope they don't win the win the Super Bowl. I really don't. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks and, and offseason moves, because we have the time to talk about it, uh, what what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen with Lamar Jackson? In your opinion, what do you think happens? Lamar Jackson like didn't even show up to his playoff game. Not a not a great look. Uh, yeah. To not be there at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm Team Jackson. I you don't show up, man. I'm like, you oh, know I'm, I'm even Robert I'm obviously like, Team Jackson. Saying, like this is exactly what happened to me. They told me to put a fucking brace on it and strap up my shoes and get the fuck out there. And I got injured and ruined my career. Yeah. And he's on. A, and I agree. Like the same. It's a contract year. Like I don't. There's. I mean, it's. Yeah. They can either. T- they could do two two different franchise tags, or they. Or they can sign him, and they should have signed right. him in the off season, and they got scared away because they were like, "Oh shit!" And now, I mean, they're scared now because of the Deshaun Watson trade, and they don't want to trade for him. The 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 proof. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. That offense runs around him. Like he, there was no one on that team. It's oh, it's like, night and day difference. Yeah. yeah, like he, no one else can throw the ball. So like, I mean, I'm surprised how well they played in that game. Actually, considering the players are already like, we need you, we need him back. Jim Harbaugh won't go on record being like, we need him back. Won't make any statement. Like, it's just this weird, like, collapse. It's just like, defend your player, sign him up, let's go. Like, there's, a, like, there's no question. How weird and hard it is to find a quarterback in the NFL right now? Yeah. He's, well, he's an MVP. I agree. Listen, I agree. I, and and I'm, I'm of two minds of this. Because one, they don't want to give him, a, a, like, a fully guaranteed contract like Cleveland did with Deshaun Watson. And right, they, but he, wa- he wants that. But he wants that because Deshaun got it. And I agree with him. He should ask for that. But there's been other quarterbacks now, the Russell Wilson and a couple other guys who have gotten contracts in this last year as well, who didn't ask for, you know, fully guaranteed money. So it's kind of an uphill climb for him. I don't, I don't know if he's gonna, probably going to have to come down off of that to some degree. But he, he probably gets the most guaranteed money not full, not fully, but you know, whatever. I don't know. There's some. I can't imagine they just let him go though. But maybe they're all just tired of each other. Well, they won't be able to just let him go. Like they're at least going to get their like they could do like the franchise. The, yeah, and then they'll trade him or something. Where they where he gets like they automatically get two first rounders for him, which I think that the going rate on him would be more than two first rounders. I don't know. I just I've been I have these fantasies of him playing in New York, like him being a Jet. A lot of people. Like, I think a lot of people do. I just um, love that. Although I fit. I am worried about his injury history now too. Like they're. It's been a few years now where he hasn't been injured a season. So it's hard to give him a lot of money, too, though, in that, in that sense. Um, but the Jets might be a good team to do that because they probably don't, aren't paying a lot of people now for the first couple of years. So, you know, like it's a lot of rookie deals. So maybe they can get away with that. Uh, the only other thing I would say is Baltimore, I think they need to get rid of their offensive coordinator. And because and they're, I, I, whatever their system was, I, I feel like they've, they've sort of. Greg Roman? Yeah, they you know they tailored it to Lamar Jackson, but then I, I feel like everyone's kind of they stopped kind of uh, you know adapting it or or tweaking it, and I think that was his problem once before in San Francisco when when he was the other Harbaugh's I think offensive coordinator. Oh, that for, he played with both Harbaugh's. I think so. Yeah. Or, or and so they had Ka- Kaepernick, and that offense got stale too. Right. Um. So I think I think they need to if they're going to keep Lamar, they need to find a new offensive coordinator. And if they go the other way. I mean, there's a f- shitload of teams that are lining up to get him. It's funny that offensive coordinators are the ones taking the hit 
for this season because you've got like yeah because I think everyone's realizing they're overvalued. But Staley should probably have been fired, not not the offensive coordinator there. Harbaugh. Uh, uh, no, I well I. Someone needed to be fired in, in the Chargers, and and he fired his offensive coordinator, which everybody has wanted for two years. But does it? But the, but don't they just want Sean Payton? Like, why don't they just fire the coach? He's he's terrible. Yeah, uh, because apparently they don't want Sean Payton because they probably don't want to pay for him. Oh, so that apparently that's a big issue with a few teams. Because the fucking Chargers are the fucking worst run organization, one of the worst run organizations in the world. I know because they're fucking egos and all those dudes who all think they're fucking as smart as their daddy who started that fucking team. They rent. They're all. They're all like infighting now about who's supposed to be in control over that and, and, and like run the team. And they fucking cheap out on everything. <laughs> they fucking, I just saw like a headline for an article about Anthony Lynn, who was the former head coach, who is now with San Francisco, was like, dude, that place sucks. <laughs> you know? And it's like, I, I, I agree with him, I, actually. You know, like they're, I, I want to love that team so much, but they're, they're the worst. They, I, they're so fucking cheap. I loved Anthony Lynn. I like him too. I don't think he's a good head coach though. No, probably not. No. Well, he, he fires off its coordinator in Detroit. Look what happened there. They found someone way better. Yeah. Well, that's the, yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, well, keeping in the, in the, in football, in football town, I guess, I mean, I don't know. We don't have to, but like, I, I did want to talk about this, Chris, because I think it's like a, a worthwhile conversation. Uh, we had a weird weekend of broadcasting in the NFL this past week. Yeah, we did. It was bizarre. That's putting it mildly. I uh, I don't know if you watched all the games. I got to watch a decent amount, or at least parts of a decent amount of games, which is surprising for me. Um, yeah, very surprising. And I got I uh, I mean, we'll just should we just start from the bottom, or should we start from the top? I don't know. I don't know if like oh, oh. let's let's be bottoms today. Okay, let's be a bottom. So <laughs> I was texting you during <laughs> during this game because I was so baffled. To realize that uh, I was listening to um, Al Michaels, which I was like, oh, Al Michaels is, why is Al Michaels on, on this? And then for the longest time, I was like, is this Curb Nerd shirt? Is this Bird Gerd Nerd? Uh, I was like, I think it's Tony Dungy. Yeah. And I was like, is this Tony Dungy and Al Michaels? Like, and I was like, oh my God, it's Tony Dungy. And he's just like, the footballs from Tony Dungy. And I was like, what is happening right now? How is Tony Dungy, who's never been in a two-person booth in his life, I looked it up, is suddenly with a, a sundowning Al Michaels <laughs> broadcasting one of the most exciting playoff comebacks in the history of the NFL, and it felt like you were shopping for a mattress. It was amazing. Yeah. They were so sidetracked and caught and lost and it was like watching people try to figure out what to order it's like uh i'll have um oh can i you know what one second like it was like it was it was like listening to the person in front of you at a fast food (laughs) the fast food pull up and like you know and then people are like you can hear the car in front of you and they don't know what to order and you're like just order the meal fix something (laughs) that's what it was like it was crazy and I was like, I was like, this couldn't be more boring. And then, yeah. as it turns out, as it has this fantastic ending, uh, you fell asleep. I stayed and watched it. But you told me that uh, Alan and and uh, and Tony were being dragged on Twitter. Uh, yeah, social. Media. Yeah. yeah, which it seems like they very much were. <laughs> it was rightly so. 
<laughs> it was it was pretty. Uh, it was a game winning field goal, and his thing. I should have said in the audio. I don't know if you listened to the audio clip, but he was like, oh, "The field goal's good, but there's a flag." He goes, "There's, there's he a goes, flag." He goes, "Got it." He goes, "It kicks up, got it." Oh, but there's a flag. We gotta wait and see what this flag. Is. Meanwhile, the team is celebrating on the field. Yeah. Who cares about the fucking flag? Got it. But there's a flag. It was just one of the worst for a guy that's known for the best calls. Like, do you believe in miracles? Yeah. He was just so. He's just so. I don't know if nerd bird gird. It was a fucking. Do you believe in miracles? Moment. Lulled him into a. Lulled him into a. I mean, he just did. It was just a terrible call. And I think I. Th- I blame Tony. I blame a, a year of Herb Curb Street. I blame like. He, the fact that he's 86, like it's just that moment. Like it was, it was set up for you. You got the big game after a week of terrible Thursday or a year of thir- terrible Thursday night games. It was there for you. It was ripe for the picking. I mean, what, what the, what's the point of having an announcer if all they're going to do is tell you the same boring anecdotes that they have on their little piece of paper about each player and like the same o- thing over and over and over again? And then when it comes time to make an actual call, just totally miss it. It shows you how how dumb and untalented that these broadcasting companies are, that they can't figure out that you don't put two similar personalities together. You need one who's different basically from the other, who brings a little more emotion, a little more excitement, a little more edge, whatever. What the fuck was but Tony you, Dungy doing yeah, there? Fuck. What, what chamomile teas, fucking talking at the same time. Two guys are old. It's, it's like, the fact that they put him with Kirk Herbstreit is like they both have similar styles. Like they're both kind of they're both they're both sort of slow, not slow and sort of dry. And like and there's there's just I'm like maybe thirty years ago fucking Al Michaels, but that motherfucker is a fucking yeah exactly exactly walking sleep bag. Yeah, you're giving him way too much. I mean, he's got to have a say. It's like who do you want to be in the booth with? And I think he just says no like, because I think they just pick and they're like, oh, we're gonna put this guy with this guy. And it's going to be great because they're two fucking big names and everyone's going to recognize who they are. But that no doesn't one, fucking matter. No one likes Tony matters. Dungy. No one even remembers when he coached. And he was boring then. And he should have never been an announcer. And he shouldn't... He like, he, of all of NBC as a roster full of former fucking players and coaches or whatever on their broadcast and stuff, they, could, they pick Tony fucking Dungy? It's terrible. Who's never worked in a two-person two booth to do a prime yeah, time I, playoff I game. Care, like, you what was the what's the fucking safety the old safety from the the, the Patriots? He's on the broadcast on the NBC broadcast. Put him on there. Yeah, he would give exactly. you a lot more fucking yeah. I like you know, that substance. guy. I like that guy. I mean, he loves the Patriots a lot, but I like that guy. I, know, I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. But I know exactly yeah. who you're talking about. Put Booger in yeah. there if Booger's an NBC guy. I don't think he's yeah. Just put Booger in there, man. At least he's a little more like colorful with it. You know, like yeah. You know, he's kind of I too, but at least he has a little more something to him. I mean, Tony Dungy's little more takes pers- were so basic and banal. Like, they were just these, like, dumb I takes on... Dry fucking sponge. Ugh, boring. So then you move into, like, some of the other games this week. That was they probably were- the best game of the fucking weekend, too. I know. I know. Well, yes. The, apparently the best team of you, like, if we are talking to people, like, that care about announcing, was the team that did the Giants and Vikings, I guess. I don't know who those guys are. I think, like, <laughs> Maybe it was like Greg Olson. And, uh, oh, it was Greg Olson. I, I'm tired of him now. Yeah. I think he's a fucking idiot. Boring. All those yeah. guys, boring. They all look the same. They wear the same. They have the same haircut. They wear the same suits. They're all very yeah. boring. I, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Right, speaking of which, before we get off, because it's the Chargers Jacksonville game we're talking about, right? Yeah. Before we get off of that, I saw this thing. Uh, there was a 
someone posted this thing that said when the Chargers went up 27 nothing, a better placed a 1.4 million dollar wager. I heard about this on the game for the Chargers to win. The win if if the Chargers held on to win that game, he only would have gotten eleven thousand dollars as winnings. Like who the fuck do? Why yeah. do you? Like why do people are so dumb? Why do you? Like I don't even <laughs> care that they like you know. Obviously everyone thought they were going to win, but what's right. the point of do dropping a one and a, one almost one and a half million dollars just to, to so win. you can win eleven thousand dollars? Like that makes no sense to me at all. I don't know. I don't. That would be yeah. I don't know. I, That's the dumbest. I, like, how dumb are you? I'll never, <laughs> I'll never have that kind of money. So I don't know. Like, I, I don't know I what. Put like, a, a, you know, I wouldn't even put fourteen hundred dollars on a bet like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, I, yeah. like I don't, I just don't get it. This is why I think gambling's so fucking dumb. Gambling is dumb. I totally agree with you. I, Chris, I had like we'll get into the lines. Clearly, I'm dumb at gambling, and gambling is dumb, and it's just a guess. Uh, quick, quickly, before we get off this, uh, Tariko and Collinsworth, they did a, show, a game. I didn't watch it. Uh, I'm sure it was very boring as well. Uh, but what I liked, and I, and I did watch Joe well, Buck. That, well, that was a good game, too. They, I mean, com- when, you compare, when you compare them, Tariko and Collinsworth is amazing. But yeah. only because you're comparing to fucking Dungy and fucking Al Michaels. You right. know, like, it, like it's, they're bottom of the spectrum, but they're way, they're head and shoulders above those other two fucking dipshits. Maybe, yeah. I mean, and it was a good game. That was another exciting game. It was close. It's NBC though. NBC could have been like Collinsworth and Michaels. You're back together again. Like like Mike. Like they could have done it. What's who's Mike Tirico doesn't care. You'd have been like, oh, that's fine. Maybe maybe I think there's some egos in those though too now because like now Tirico's the main guy. He's calling this actual Sunday night game. Collinsworth probably wants that Sunday night game. Nobody wants to really do the Saturday night game. Yeah. I, I, I can see there's some politics in there and all that kind of bullshit. Well, I, to me, the heroes, although Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were great and, and, and stable and awesome and talking shit on Tom Brady, which I thought was impressive that they could do that. Like they were just saying he was, it was, they were like talking about how poorly of a quarterback game it was like, they didn't, they didn't dress it up. I mean, they did come down on Mike Evans kind of hard, which I thought was fine, but like, I, I liked the call. I love Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I'm going to like, until they start getting bad again, I love them. <laughs> but I really thought there was a Tony Romo resurgence in that Bills Dolphins game. I liked him. He was unhinged. Romo was just all over the fucking map. He was starting sentences. He had no way of knowing how to finish. He yep. like threw Nance out there. And Nance had to finish sentences for him. He kept yep. saying the same things over and over again. But like but it was good. Like it was like good and entertaining. Like I liked it, at one point there was a fight broke out and he goes, Fight, fight. He interrupted Nance. It was like fight, fight. Like it was crazy. I liked it. I'm like all about the Tony. I'm a, I'm all about the Tony. I, my wife thinks he's hilarious. She was la- She doesn't even watch football. She can't stand watching football. But she was sitting on the couch next to me, uh, sort of not paying attention to the game. But every time he was talking, she was just cracking up laughing. I was like, Yeah, man, what's wrong with you? I think because he. I think he's back. I think he's back. A bit. Yeah. He might. Maybe he's back I, on the sauce I, or something. I don't, I don't think know. he has. I don't think he has the. Um. I don't think he has the insight. I think he's out of the league now too long. Yeah. Uh, but I do think he's, um, I, I think that there's like sort a air or something. Maybe, I guess, I don't know. There's a, something a little more refreshing about it. Maybe it's just cause he's younger too, in that sense. Um, and he, and he's just a weird, goofy dude, I think too. So it, like his personality is kind of it's, comes out like that, which I, I, that I kind of enjoy because I, I, 
I would almost like more people like that. To, it's you know, a good, not sort of buttoned up. It's a good, I think that what we're coming down to, we can get off this and go to our picks, but I think what it comes down to is that the team has to be good. It has to be a combination. It has to be the right fit between the two. And Nance and Romo, regardless of how like draw or maybe sometimes bad it is, uh, when they're on in a playoff game, they're on and you can count on them. You can count on both their voices. Same with Buck and Aikman. And right. I guess maybe we're leaning towards Tariko and and Collinsworth. I'm still I still just can't stand. Um, I, don't, I don't like them, but but um but they're steady, solid. There's a consistency. I've never liked and when you get it, I when don't you know get, why I don't get the appeal of Collinsworth. I don't at all. either. Rah, rah. I uh, yeah. I don't I uh, I I will say like I I think that like with with Collinsworth and Tariko, like they're sure like at least you know like in a game like if they were calling the Jacksonville game, you'd get a great call. Or yeah. maybe it would be great to, good to even know. Like, I mean, that was set up for Al Michaels. Al Michaels should have had a great call. Yes. It was up to him. And he was just too sidetracked or too ready to go home. I don't know. Even, even at this point, I keep flip-flopping on, like, on Mark, Jackson, or, uh, Mark Sanchez. Because like, he's, he's been doing it for a few years. And I think just like Romo, it took Romo and Nance like, a year or two to sort of kind of sync up better, right? And kind of work together better. It just takes time when those partnerships to develop. Um, but even Mark Sanchez, who, who's like, who's been terrible for like the last couple of years, like just, just an idiot and not in a good way this year. And I've even seen people like on social media saying like, Oh, I actually kind of enjoy Mark Sanchez this year. He seems to be a lot better. And I think he's gotten better at his job and he's a little goofy and weird and like says kind of stupid things once in a while, but it's kind of refreshing in a way. He's a little butt fumbly out there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it is. And he, but he'll, he admits it and he makes fun of himself and he doesn't take himself so seriously. A I think a little bit of Dan Deerdorf. Yeah. And, and that's Romo too, right? He doesn't yeah. sort of, you know, and he's not so stuffy and him. Greg Olson is a fucking, he's a fucking broadcaster's wet dream from like the last 30 years. Yeah. Right. Like he wears the stupid tie with a oh, coat and God, like he worst. is the he guy, guy should be working for cbs and wearing the fucking blazer man yeah he's yeah gross. he's fucking dan deerdorf <laughs> uh i can't i just i stop it like give me something new give me something fresh yeah i'm with you give me dennis miller <laughs> <laughs> give me dana carvey doing dennis oh miller. my god that'd be so amazing <laughs> <laughs> who's the um there's the guy, I, he's Marshall on film. Fox, I think. He's, is he the former cornerback? Uh, he does the games now, though. Um, I can't think of his name. I, he's, I, like, I like him because I just, he's, he just doesn't sound like everybody else. Yeah, I've been, wa- right? I've been listening he talks to about the game a little. Like he's, like he's newer. You know, he's, he's, he was just a few years out of, the, out of the game. So he's like, like Romo. He's like a little more fresher and a little more in tune to the game, I think. I think we're just, there's a future for Case Keenum. And he's gonna be in the he's gonna be in the booth. I love that guy. I know he makes. I might be a Christian because I love Case Keenum so much. I think he's gonna make an awesome uh, analyze uh, analyst at some point if anyone gives him a chance. Uh, all right, mm. let's do these picks. Last week I went perfect five and zero. Oh. I got them all right. Wild card weekend I was perfect five and zero. Oh. You unfortunately <laughs> were just three and three, but I got them all right. You were. You have me at five and zero. It's actually Owen. It was Owen six, Chris. It's not Owen five. It was Owen one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, right. Jeez, I was even just. I guessed them all wrong. I think the first time we've ever had that. Uh, Fortunately, I had a decent betting game. A bet week at home. I I had some nice, like, funny, like, in-game parlays with like Dawson Knox touchdown and 
Skyler Thompson interception. So, like, I did okay. But holy shit. Don't listen to my takes. Chris did way better. Three and three. Uh, I think if you just went against me, you would have had a perfect weekend. Maybe that's what you'll do this weekend. We've got four games on the on the docket. Two Saturday, two Sunday. Start, off, start us off, Chris. What do we have? All right. Well, hold on. I want to take a step back here because I think it's really interesting. No. How you? <laughs> how, no. Like, the dynamics is like early in the week. This is the teams you picked, and then as you got to the weekend, you you actually had a very successful gambling week. I did a three. I did a three game underdog parlay. Uh, that hit on Sunday. All three games, I played. I I parlayed all the underdogs with their lines, obviously. So it was like Giants plus three, uh, Vikings or sorry, the the uh, it was Giants plus three, Ravens were plus seven and a half, and then Dolphins were plus fourteen, and I nailed that. It was easy, and I I don't know why I couldn't have picked that during the week. I just saw things differently. I'd like things yeah. mapped out differently when I like really put my mind to it. So I'm going to try to get in that headspace for this, these picks and not let yeah. you interfere and get play head games and get in my mind. I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to do the right thing now. It's also interesting that the three games that we were in lockstep on, we, I think we thought were like the, the easiest calls of the, of the week. Like, uh, like the, those were the gimmick games. It was Cincinnati, uh, it was Buffalo and it was like Seattle all to cover. And we were like, these are like basically our locks. So dumb. And we were all, we were wrong on all three of those. And the only other ones we were, you know, we sort of disagree on every one of them too. The other three. I, like, uh, I, like, I, I just, I thought it was really sort of an interesting sort of a uh, uh, peek into our, our fucking dumbass minds. Yeah, I think so too. I also really like Skylar Thompson. I think he should be the next quarterback of the, uh, he's Skylar Thompson is everybody loves Brock Purdy. I lo- I'm a Skylar Thompson guy. It, to me, he's way better. Good for you. I'm with you too. Yeah. Fuck Brock Purdy. All right. Here we go. Division yeah. round for four, eight, four games. I'm not, I'm not going to get any of these right. I'm, Let's go. I'm all over the place here. Okay. I mean, I'm fucking Tony Romering right here. Yeah. Right now. Tony Romering. Uh, Tony. You go first. Jacksonville all right. at early uh, Saturday, four thirty game Jacksonville plus eight and a half in Kansas city. Yeah. Um, so far, Chris, uh, uh, the dogs, the dogs are whooping ass last week. I, I don't think that really matters so much um, necessarily. Um, and as much as I have like Jacksonville, and I and I went with them last week, I, I Kansas City might. Well, mm, damn it! Now see, now I'm flip flopping again. Well, I was pretty strong Kansas City, but I think Jacksonville. I don't know if their offense can keep up or not. They probably can't, but Kansas City never covers. Yeah, but eight and a half doesn't seem like a like a, it doesn't seem like a big cover. That's right, true. like a touchdown and a field goal or something. Uh, you know what? All right, I'm going to stick with Kansas City. I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll stick with it. I'm not going to flip flop. I know you're right. I'm going to I'm going to take Jacksonville in the points. Should we take Jacksonville because you've been not been taking Jacksonville? I think for <laughs> for at least a good four weeks, and I you've know, been wrong every time. I don't know my squad. <laughs> I know. All right, late Saturday, uh, the Giants plus seven and a half in Philly. All right, so I. I have a bet uh, right now of, of the Gi- I, I did a little I did a little futures bet of Giants to make the Super Bowl, uh, just because there's like crazy odds and I like that team. Like there's enough weirdness, good coaching, one of the mm-hmm. best running backs in the game. They have no receivers, yes, but they have like an exciting defense. They're like seem, feels like they're scheming their way into a place where I feel like they could beat Philly and they could definitely beat Dallas or San Francisco. I don't think they could beat the AFC. 
there's a world in which yeah, if everything falls into place, the Giants, all they'd have to do is maybe beat like Philly and Dallas, which I think they've done this year. So oh. I, I like Philly. I like the Giants. I think I like the Giants to win this game outright. Okay. I'm, I know it's crazy, but I, I, they're the, they're the team that I'm going to put, that I'm going to hitch my wagon to. Sorry, Giants fans. That means you lose, but uh, I'm taking the Giants. Listen, I, I mean, the, the biggest weird thing of, of this game, to your point, is that uh, Jalen Hurts might not be playing, or he's at least hurt. Yeah. Enough where he's not, he's not the same as he has been for the last month as well. So, um, uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I don't mean he's not playing. I, I guess I, I think he is playing, but uh, but he is hurt enough where they ha- this team hasn't been the same. I I don't know if I can go away from Philly winning the game, uh, but I do think. And the Giants have been I, they're whatever the record is. It's like they're they're incredible at covering. It's like they're like ten and four or some stupid thing at covering or something spreads. That keep uh, I think as an as an underdog. Um. Now there's also like if Philly's totally healthy here, they're gonna they're probably gonna blow out the Giants maybe. Um, but I do believe I do believe you in, in this sort of this weird Giants magic uh, run potential here too. Like that's, that's not I don't think that's the craziest thing ever. I'm I'm just grateful that one of these teams will be playing the winner of the Dallas San Francisco game, so there's a chance that the NFC doesn't have a totally lame team in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. Even though, I agree. Yeah, I just I I hope one of these teams is in the Super Bowl, and I I personally hope it's Philly, just because Philly's fun. But like, I don't care as long as it's not Dallas or San Francisco. I really don't want to root for any of the yeah those other three teams. Anyway, Sunday games: Cincinnati plus five in Buffalo. You choose this one. Um, I Cincinnati man, give me the five points here. Yeah, what's the deal? Like they were their better team, I think. Now, yeah, Buffalo's line questions, but Josh I, Allen had, didn't look great against the fucking Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I'm with you. It's, it's yeah, a, like, I don't, maybe they, maybe it's a bounce back game and they get things right. You know, potentially, I guess they're. I guess. I, I'm not sure why why Cincinnati's getting five points. That seems like a lot. I'm gonna agree with you. I, Buffalo still could win this game because I think the NFL kind of wants that like KC Buffalo game in Atlanta. I think it will be like a big deal and a big draw for the NFL to just have this game like in non home stadium. But I think Kansas, I think Cincinnati could, I think they could win. So give me Cincinnati uh, and the points. Something's weird in Buffalo. Yeah. Well, it's also weird. Like, so this, the over under started at 50 when I, I I wrote these up like a a day or two ago. And now it like this morning, it was down to 48 and a half. Might hit that over. Yeah. Right. It's also the Jacksonville ones. Like it it bumped up a point and a half too. Well, people are betting Um, it. Weird, I think odd, you know, little things there. Um, I've given up on betting over unders like entirely, so I don't really even pay attention to that anymore. Fine. Uh, Dallas plus three and a half on the road in San Francisco. This game started at four, it is down to three and a half now, which, um, I sort of I, I, I kind of like Dallas three and a half. I do too, uh, but I don't want to bet it because I'm like. Because San Francisco always fucks me. So give me San Francisco. Right. I want to see Dallas win this. I want to see the, this is the Brock Purdy come to fall the earth game. Although at this point, like Brock Purdy could like throw 17 interceptions and people would be like, it was still amazing season. Yeah. What yeah. rookie quarterback could do with this offense. Uh, it's just um, all their amazing coaching performance. And we should probably, I mean, Brock Purdy just checks all the boxes of like what dumb America wants in their quarterback. Young, white, 
privileged under a, under like yeah. like a, the underdog like gross i fucking brock purdy like the clock can strike midnight on brock purdy like already i'm over him i'm Listen, over him did i, I watched that game seattle san francisco and brock purdy didn't look good to me and i don't everyone just always sort of glosses over like you know and, and i don't mean just him in general a lot of quarterbacks i think and, and athletes and in all sports because if they win the game or they score four touchdowns and they're like, oh my God, he was so amazing and he was so incredible and stuff. Like, no, 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 no. That first half, he looked like shit. Right. Right? And like, they weren't even barely pressuring him. He just, he just wasn't playing well. Second half, he turned around a little bit and he, he improved his stats and the whole thing. And stuff. But like, everyone's just, you know, Google-eyed over this guy because, he, because the team has been winning. I hate that the, the fact of the matter is, is that McCaffrey is really fucking good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, right PEDs like that's a lot of talent weapons on that team. Yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. I don't know what Dallas is going to do with that that part of it necessarily. I think the run game win. Whoever has the better run game wins this game, and it's Pollard versus McCaffrey because I think in a weird way Dak and Brock Purdy are kind of the same. It's like Dak Prescott threw four touchdowns and they're like, it's the greatest performance we've ever seen by a quarterback ever. I'm like, he kind of sucked all year. Like this is what he's getting paid to do. You know, like he didn't have a great year. Like I don't. It's all, and Josh he, Allen is overrated. I've been saying this since the beginning of the fucking season. Josh Allen is overrated. I don't think he's that great. He does have a big arm, but you could. There are some plays in that game where I was watching where he was like, it's so obvious he's looking for the running lane and not checking down. Like, and I and everyone sees it now. Like he knows. There's a tell. He knows when he's gonna run, even if it's not a designed run. Like he's he's. It's got it's that weird Elway used to do this when he when Elway sucked early in his career, even though Elway could gun it, like you knew the plays when he was gonna run. Like Elway used to love to scramble. And it caught up with him and he couldn't win. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't get over the hump. Oh. Okay, sure. I see, I see yeah. a lot of that. I, was, I, I just feel like I I see there will be a time when Josh Allen matures into himself and wins thirty two Super Bowls. I just don't think it's this year necessarily. Fair. I mean, I'll look more. I think more to your point, and in, in between him and Purdy and quarterbacks in general and everything, is I was went out to dinner the other night with some friends, and uh, the two guys, um, one guy's a Jets fan, the other guy's a Giants fan, and we were sort of talking about the the weekend and the playoffs and all these things and blah blah blah. And they were like, "Oh my God, Purdy and this whole thing," and like, "How can you not?" And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. back the fuck up here for a second. And I we I talked to him about the the Seahawks game, and then I was like, "Listen, you put Purdy, Purdy." on you put him on the Seahawks or you put him on the Jets right now like he's not the same quarterback no. he's not going to get you the same results they're not winning all these games no right and that's the litmus test to me you know like if you put Geno Smith and you put fucking Daniel Jones and maybe maybe if you put Zach fucking Wilson on the 49ers they, they win like they're look a lot better than they than they were yeah for sure right right and and Geno Smith and, and Dan Jones had Good seasons, I'm like not great, that, but they good seasons. I'm glad you said that. That's a that's a, that's the right take, right? And so, like you, yeah, you put fucking Purdy on the fucking Jets, and he looks like fucking garbage, man. Yeah, I agree. He looks like fucking Streeter, like their third string guy. Like so, let's like everyone's like like you can't just start saying like he's you know all of a sudden he's that amazing and that good. Yeah, he won't be starting up. I mean, maybe he will, but I don't think he's going to be starting. That I can't. Year. I can't believe that there seems to be this notion that he's going to be their starting quarterback next season. And I just can't, I can't believe that. Maybe I'm the idiot, but I just can't believe that 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 that. I that just want them to lose. I just don't like him. <laughs> I just hate him. I know. I agree. <laughs> and I, it's hard because I hate Dallas. I fucking hate Dallas more than any other team in this fucking league. I think. 
Well, Denver's up there too. Yeah, but definitely rooting uh, for Dallas. I hate. But Dallas. I, hope, I hate. I, I, it might be the one time I want to see fucking Dallas win. Then I guess so I can don't have to listen to fucking Brock Purdy anymore. Yep, I'm with you. All right, let's get out of here. That's a great. That's a great endpoint. Uh, good luck on going. Uh, I'm gonna if I go 0 and 10 in the first two weeks. <laughs> We're on to something gonna, special. I'm, if you go 0 and 10, I'm buying you a Brock Purdy jersey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Have a good have right. a have a good one. Peace. Ooh.